I get into real gym owners every week on this show, so be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any tips. I want you to run a profitable gym as well. Now, Jake Fields runs CrossFit Devotion that is in Kent City, Washington. It's near Seattle. He has a lot of clients at his micro gym, and we're here to find out how he did it. Jake, welcome. I can't thank you enough for being here today. Warning, we are going to talk about a gym's client count today. Now, this can be a trap because you could have 10,000 clients and no profit whatsoever. So let's get this out of the way first. Jake, do you run a profitable gym? Yes. Now that's the most important thing. Next, we can go on to the question two. Did you earn a spot on Two Brains Top 10 Leaderboard for total clients in October? Yes, sure did. All right. Will you share your secrets and tell other gym owners how you got and kept your clients? Definitely. Yeah. All right. I appreciate that. This is Run a Profitable Gym. I'm your host, Mike Warkington. Now, Jake Fields runs CrossFit Devotion that is in Kent City, Washington. It's near Seattle. He has a lot of clients at his micro gym, and we're here to find out how he did it. Jake, welcome. I can't thank you enough for being here today. Thanks, Mike. Glad to be here. All right. We're going to talk about two things first retention and acquisition, but we're going to put the most important thing first because I know you've got a really cool thing going on at your gym retention. You can't grow your client base if everyone is leaving. And a lot of people think about adding new clients. You got to hold on to them. That's more important. So what are the key features of the retention plan at CrossFit Devotion? Bring us up to speed. I would say for us, it's been our coaches. For one, we have excellent long-term coaches. That doesn't mean full-time. So don't get that confused. But they uh, are amazing humans. We definitely hire the human first and then train them. So I've made that mistake in the past going the other way. Um, So we have an amazing staff. So that really helps to keep members along. And then. So personal uh, engagement, right? So you've got like coaches who actually connect with members, not just tacticians who can spot, you know, an early arm pulling a clean. Exactly. Like our members actually come to see the coach, Uh you know? So like, that's a big thing. Like they want to come see that person because they're friends and they have interest in them. And so that's been huge. That's been that's been a huge game changer. And then the other side is we just keep refining our 90 day journey and we keep adding little pieces. Um, The CSM has been probably one of the biggest things that's kept people the longest just to get that feedback from the members um, like, hey, what's working? What's not? We actually had a team meeting last night and we're going to redo our intro process because of the feedback that our CSM is getting from the new members. And so just always refining that is really important. And if we didn't have that feedback there, we would never refine it. We would just, we would just think it's working. So. So listeners, CSM as a client success manager, customer success manager, whatever you want to call it, that person's job is to make sure current clients are super happy. Retention is the job of that person, making sure no one is leaving the business. Tell me a little bit more about that role, because I understand you have some interesting wrinkles in the CSM role at your gym, and I want to hear about that. Yeah, so we do do it uh, interesting, not really by choice, just how our staff is laid out. We have two, and actually we're bringing on a third one on Monday. And so we have, and all three of them are part-time, so they work five, maybe 10 hours a week in this particular job, maybe like that's top end. And uh, one of them is in charge of kind of the new people coming in, like from the marketing, um, getting them in for a consultation um, uh, and then getting them set up and making sure that process is warm and welcoming and flawless. And then, so that's kind of like the new client success manager. 
And then we have another one that is, that does our intros. And she also is the 90-day journey CSM. And so she focuses on making sure they have everything they need and want in that first 90 days. And she also follows up on the people that haven't checked in in like a week. So she's kind of that um, ghosted members person. So she has a real tight um, hold on what the members are feeling, what they're thinking um, uh, in and out of the intros and then in that first 90 days. I love so it. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to ask you some specific questions, but I'm going to ask you first, uh, the third person, what is that one going to do? A mix of both or something or what? We wanted her to be, she, she's kind of, I don't know what to call it, but she's like the operational client success manager. So she's going to make sure that um, from start to finish and beyond in the years, clients continue to feel like they're being appreciative and being counted on so she's going to run more of like the like the um are we are we communicating by all social platforms email and text for thanksgiving um you know schedule does everyone know the events coming up does every client know um the workouts that are coming um the, do the do the coaches know um everything about new members coming in and out and so she's kind of like going to be the sticky glue that connects us all together. And so, and of course, like maybe in a perfect world, that'd be like maybe all the same person, but we've just been so blessed with multiple awesome people that could do it part-time. So if anyone's thinking they need to hire, like, you know, pay someone's salary to do this job, you just, again, just find some really awesome people with five hours that are really good at this particular thing. And uh, you can, you can run it that way. And we're doing it really successfully. So you've, what this all relates though to is your client journey, which you mentioned. You've got yeah. a clear idea in your head of how you want clients to come into your business from their first interaction, whether they see your sign or your ad or whatever, to the very end, which is hopefully five or 10 years down the road. But you know everything about the client journey. And you know that in the 90 days, the first 90 days, everything you do to make that experience better is going to increase your retention. Stats bear that out. Like we have that data. We know that right. the first 90 days are critical to success. So you see in this path roles for three different people. Like it's that important to you to make sure that these yeah. clients are happy. Wow. Right. Yeah. I mean, the long, the, the third person we're bringing on for the long term. I mean, 300 members, you know, is a lot of members mm -hmm. are getting close to there. And so it's a lot of people to take care of. So having someone on the front end, and then having someone in that in that beginning 90 days and then making sure the people that have hit a thousand classes or five years or 10 years are still being appreciative. That's hard to do for one person. So we've kind of broken it up into, uh, you know, those three different sections of not knowing us, barely knowing us for the first 90 days, hoping to capture them for life. And then what about those people that have been there for life? How do we still continue to appreciate them? So. There's an interesting thing here. Chris Cooper has often talked about 150 members as a real sticking point for a gym. And it it goes back to even like human social groups where 150 is kind of that number where it's like, I know about 150 people and at 200, you don't really know anyone, right? Gyms yeah. often fracture. And I found it very difficult when I got to 150 members to know everyone and connect with everyone. So if you kind of break it down, you've got just about 300 members. You got two CSMs. 
you're creeping yeah. over 300 members. You got a third CSM, kind of an interesting number that maybe you didn't plan yeah. on, but it kind of syncs up with some of the thoughts. What do you think about that? A hundred percent. Yeah. Like it. Yeah, exactly. That's where we were talking. Like, well, we, we don't, we never said we wanted to get to 300. That was never a number in our head or really. Um, we we're more just like, like the uh, making sure that we we're profitable so we could keep good people and good coaches. But ever since we started implementing these new CSMs, like less people are leaving, you know, more referrals. And so we're just growing a lot more that way. So yeah, I definitely think now we had another person, we could easily get to 350 and still not have the wheels fall off. So you mentioned a couple of important things. You've added these these people, but you're seeing a return on investment through referrals and increased length of engagement, correct? Correct. Yeah. 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 Was it pretty obvious when you added this stuff in? Like when you put these rules and responsibilities and people in place, did you see numbers changing quickly? Uh, I would say yes, like quickly as in six months mm-hmm. to a year quickly. So yeah, definitely. And it, it really, it's the feedback. Um, uh, Zan, our our gal that does uh, Zan and Ari, they do the intros and she does the client follow-up. She's so good at getting feedback. And then, you you know, we just have to be humble enough to be like, yeah, we need to change that and then make that change. And so when people see you doing that, I think that that goes a long way. And um, she's really good about bringing that feedback to us. And so just trying to adapt, you know, people are in a different spot than they were five years ago. They're coming in differently. So it's good to have that feedback and if one person was doing that, I don't know if they would have the capacity to do that with bringing in new people, doing the intros, making sure the new people are good and making sure that eight year members are getting a cool t-shirt. Like that's a lot. That's just too many for one person. And let's be real. How many of us make this mistake? I am guilty of this, of having your long-term members who are your most valuable members who have given you tens of thousands of dollars and taking them for granted. It sounds horrible to oh. say, but you sometimes do it, right? Uh, all the time. Because they become like, they're like the furniture in the sense that like, they're always there. They're always working out. They always supported you. And you're just like, oh, Tim will always be here. But if he won't, if you don't show your appreciation and why give a new toaster to the person who opens a bank account when the existing customer doesn't get one. Exactly. Yeah. And we've learned that lesson the hard way. Uh, And so that's why I'm so excited about this new person, because I want to just really surprise and delight our old members that really, they're not, they're not really expecting it, you know, like. Um, I mean, I've been with two brain for a lot of years and I'll get random things in the mail. I mean, and I'm just like, wow, five years later, I got this cool shirt, cup, backpack. And it's like, they still like really care about us. So definitely just that surprise and delight to the old members is going to go a long way. And listeners, I'll give you one thing to do right now. If uh, you have five minutes, you should send five texts to five clients and tell them why you appreciate them. Pick any five and just do that right now. And it will increase your attention guaranteed do that now we're going to talk about a couple of you know, retention is so important you can't bypass on this one why, why i wanted to put it first but the other side of it is acquiring clients so you you hinted at some referrals and some stuff where are you getting all these clients from and then you've got your sticky trap where they stay in the gym but where do they come from yeah we um we have a excellent marketing guy like he loves google ads and facebook ads mm-hmm. So he loves it. Like he loves the follow-up process. He loves the making the ads and stuff like that. So, and he shines at it. He loves sales. Um, He loves to make sales friendly and non-slimy. He's just really good at that connection piece. And so uh, mostly Facebook and Google ads. And then every quarter we do a bring a friend 
a week. Uh-huh. And so they can come the whole week for free. And we get a lot of referrals that way, especially when it's scheduled like that. We get a lot of referrals. Um, but yeah, mostly um, Facebook, Google, and then um, with our with like transformation challenges and stuff like that. But um, and then and then, of course, those four four times a year, we do that bring a friend week. That's really popular. So you've obviously got a clear marketing plan that involves some paid advertising, but yep. it doesn't just involve paid advertising because your best source of clients in most gyms is going to be your current clients because they know, like, and trust you. They have kids, friends, family members, coworkers, hobby, hobbyists, all the other stuff. So I wanted to get into the bring a friend week a little bit. Yeah. I'm guessing that's not just a, Hey, bring your friend. We'll make them vomit and then uh, hope they join. I bet there's some structure around that. Yes, definitely. Yeah. The, Programming is always like super fun, mm-hmm. not complicated. We still, we used to do bring a friend week where we'd really bring it down a notch and do like body weight stuff all week. But then we weren't really, that, that wasn't the actual product people would be getting. Sure. So we just, so we kept the lifting and kept all the CrossFit in. We just kind of brought, brought it down a notch. And so um, they, they still knew that we lifted weights and went heavy and went um, fast. And so, um, yeah, we basically do a week at the end of the quarter and they can come for a full, they can come all seven days for uh, free. And then if they sign up during that week, we give them a little bit of a first month uh, bonus, like with a, with a welcome box and like t-shirts and things like that. So we, we don't want to discount our price, but we want to upgrade them through different things um, and then uh, get them into our intro classes. That's a big deal. Discounts can kill gyms, but bonuses don't cost gyms a ton of money, but they have a huge effect on clients. So if you're thinking yeah. about discounting, you might want to look at what can I give a client to add value that doesn't equal a discount that will bite you later on. Chris Cooper has written about this on the Two Brain blog, and I'm going to put in the show notes a link to an article that talks about selling with bonuses. Uh, yeah. How do you, so what, what kind of conversations happen around, happen around those bring a friend weeks? Like, do you make a point of like connecting with these people, you know, making sure you get their email addresses and then, you know, like sales pitches. So I'll use that slimy term, but that's not what I actually mean. Do you do consultation stuff with them? Yeah. Um, Jared does our sales guy. We have everyone check in and then we have them, uh, sign up through a specific bring a friend week sign up on uh, our CRM. Yeah. And so we can just kind of go through there and like welcome them and thank them for coming in and, uh, you know, tell them how appreciative we are of their friend and how awesome it's been to have their friend here for so many years and then try and schedule a consultation with them the week after for intros from there. So, um, it's, it's, you know, if their friends doing it, it's pretty easy to get them back in, you know, uh, that's, yeah, that's probably the warmest lead you can get. Um, mostly we get the spouse, you know, if the, if the wife's been coming a year or two and they've had great success and to bring a friend, we usually get a lot of spouses that way. Um, so yeah, that's worked well for us. I, I asked you that question for a specific reason. Do you know what I added to my, uh, free trial? package to get people in the gym nothing nothing <laughs> i just had people come in and try it and then i let them walk out and i didn't have a conversation 
I didn't engage them. I didn't follow up. This was back in the early days where I was just like, you're going to love it and you're going to sign up. And it was a huge mistake. And now I know so much mm. better. If I were to do it again, I would do it just like you. If I was going to do a free trial, I would make sure that I have a process to talk to the people, get their information, connect with them, interview them, find out about their goals and tell them about other stuff that I can use to solve or that I can provide to solve those goals. But I didn't do that. Yeah. You know? How dumb was that? <laughs> Yeah. And to your point, we, we do like try and get them signed up by the end of the week and just mm -hmm. add those bonuses. So, you know, if they come and do a class and they love it, like, well, if you sign up today or by the end of the week, you get all these bonuses, some supplements, t-shirt, this and that. So we kind of incentivize it through, through there and keep the whole price thing, not even in the picture. Yeah. That's beautiful. Does the average client come into your gym, uh, you know, if they're acquired from a Facebook or Google ad or something and they come, do they do a free consultation with you guys first? Yes. Yeah. They always do a consultation. How important do you think that is to your acquisition and retention process? <sighs> Everything. <laughs> we, yeah. I mean, like we've just started doing, uh, so when they call, when they book a appointment, uh, Jared gives them a call actually. And he, he sends them, um, a little template thing that is, um, their five reasons why. Well, and he said, before you come in, I need this filled out. And that's, that's a, that's a good precursor. If they don't fill that out, they're not coming in. They're not serious. And when they fill out, give me your five, give me your five whys and they bring that in. It's over. Like we're <laughs> going to change their life. Like, so one, it like, it, it, it's, it makes that, sh that show rate sky skyrocket. Cause if they're not going to fill that out, then they're not going to come in. But if they fill that out, they're definitely coming in. You definitely know where they're struggling and you can definitely change their life right from that point. So it makes that process wow. good. Can you, and I guess and I'm going to, I have a question I want to ask you there, but I'm going to say that like, I guarantee now that you've got those reasons why you now have a powerful retention tool for your CSM, because you can eventually oh. show these people you came because of this and look what you've done. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And also gives Jared a direction. Like, are they looking for a total life transformation? Or are they looking for just, are they transferring from another gym and they just want to work out? Cause like, you don't want to sit down in the office, spend an hour and they're like, oh yeah, no, I just, I'm like transferring from the other city. I just want a place to work out. It's like, oh, okay. Well, we could have done that over the, you know, over the phone almost. Right. <laughs> so it, it's really nice to get those five reasons why, um, cause you get the haven't worked out in 10 years or moving from Texas, just looking for a new awesome gym. Yeah. It's like, oh, perfect. Well, that intro, that, that, that knows what intro goes a lot better that way. Oh, that's, that's interesting. Now, what are some of the things that you might hear or Jared might hear on the five reasons why, what, what kind of stuff comes up regularly? Uh, <laughs> well, mostly, um, you know, if they're not talking to you directly, they usually get a little more personal. Uh -huh. I don't know what forever reason, like when you give them space to think they can get a little bit more personal. So it has a lot to do with just uh, not putting themselves first. Um, they're, you know, obviously COVID hit a lot. They've been sitting at home for a couple of years and then they need to do something else. Um, their, their kids are grown. Um, but usually it's just, I haven't put myself first in a long time and I need something that's going to kick my butt into gear. Holy Fran, right? Like that's, that is some leverage yeah. in a sales meeting, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's game changer. Yeah. yeah. Cause like all of a sudden, rather than saying you should sign up for this thing, you can say, 
if you sign up for this thing, you are going to accomplish this powerful emotional thing that you want to accomplish, right? Like it, yeah. it must give Jared just like all the tools in the, in the, in the toolbox. Everything. He knows exactly where to talk to, exactly what program might fit best for them. There's no wasted time or space into different things. Most people are coming in pretty deconditioned from the last couple of years. And so personal training is obviously through the roof right now, um, just because they don't feel comfortable going into a large class. And so, yeah, it just gives him everything he needs to know in that consultation to give uh, them the best ability to uh, pick the right plan. So they'll stay around a long time. I'm going to hammer this point because I do um, every successful gym owner that I speak to has systems and procedures. You clearly have a retention system. You know, your client journey, you have a sales procedure. You know, did you ever run this gym without that stuff? Like back in the day, were you kind of doing it by the seat of your pants? <laughs> like for the first 10 years, <laughs> Good. Like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. People stayed. I don't know why people stayed. Maybe we're the only CrossFit box in town. I don't know, but Yeah. No processes or procedures, really. So really, what year is this been, for you now? This is uh, 13. Okay. So three years ago, you kind of started formalizing stuff. What happened when you did that? Yeah, it was really just because we were growing quite a bit. And, uh, well, sorry, we weren't growing, but we were getting lots of people in. Uh-huh. So it was like, this is weird. Like, what's one in, one on out? There? Yeah, there was no, yeah, like, Two years in a row, we were basically exactly the same. And I was like, that's weird because we do a lot of onboarding. <laughs> so <laughs> like something's not right. Yeah. So yeah, just uh, just uh, getting that CSM there, uh, having people reach out, making sure everyone's good. Um, that has been just a huge, huge game changer. And then just, yeah, making sure, you know, people that do it did need a full transformation. Maybe they were just being put into class and we didn't really know because because they didn't know, they didn't know what we offered. So sitting down and just showing them the menu, like, Hey, from what, from what your answers are, I think this is your best bet. Uh, that was, that was just huge, huge for them. Huge for the gym too. Like huge for them. They get exactly what they need. You get increased revenue. It's a big deal. Do you remember what that number was three years ago that you were stuck at when it was kind of that one in one out, not, you know, just puttering along. It was around two twenty. We okay. couldn't get past it was like 220, 240, 215, 235, just like over and over. And uh, we always had our core group, but we couldn't get past that core group, it seemed like. Um, and then, yeah, slowly implementing what the CSM would do and um, having them go from that intro 90 days and past has been definitely a big, big, big game changer. So three years ago, stuck at a number. And obviously, you know, kind of leaving revenue on the table. If people are leaving all the time, you're doing all this onboarding, but they're not staying or someone else is leaving while they're not, while you're doing that. But three years ago, you put structures, systems, and procedures in place. And all of a sudden, look what happens. Have I got that right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's all about giving the member or client the best experience possible. And we weren't. So we've just been slowly 1% trying to be like, okay, how can we dial that in a little bit more for the member? Not, Not even to make our job easy, even though it did. How can we make their life easy? How can we make it more digestible for them to come in, get through their 90 days, feel comfortable? And so, yeah, and it, and, it, and it, in turn, it's made our life so much easier. 
Yeah. And the reason I hammer this is that no successful gym owner from our leaderboard who has come on this show has yet said to me, I did it without systems and procedures and policies. No one said that. It's always comes down to that. Whatever they are, it's always that, you know? Always. Yeah, for sure. I wish I would have done that a long time ago. Me too. Back in uh, 2010, (laughs) I think I'd be, I'd be retired by now if I had. (laughs) Oh, for sure. Oh, I can only imagine the amount of members we lost for really no good reason. Like literally it, no good reason. Just like, well, you never called me. (laughs) Add the members times the months, times the years and and times your average revenue, you know, the monthly rate or whatever. And you you start looking at some six figure numbers pretty fast and it's horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to do that. I did it. It was not a pleasant experience, my <laughs> friend. <laughs> we got into six figures and I just put my head in my hands and, you know, drove my 2008 uh, Honda Civic to, you know, buy a bottle of beer. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, that's yeah. why we're here. Run a profitable gym is the name of the show. And we're trying to help people avoid the mistakes that we made. And so I'm telling you guys, retention, sales, systems, put them in place. Let's, yeah. uh, let's close this out. You've got a great member total now. What's your focus yeah. At this point, are you looking for even more people? Or are you looking for higher ARM, in, like average revenue per member, increased length of engagement? Like, what is what are your metrics goals right now? Our metrics would definitely be ARM, average uh, revenue per member. Drive that up. Um, yes, and but yeah, yeah. I guess it's kind of a tie. We definitely want to keep these people a long time. We don't really have any growth goals because we we think that taking care of the first two, you know, the arm and the uh, the leg will kind of take care of the membership count. So we don't really have any specific growth goals as of right now, but definitely length length of engagement would be high for us right now. And um, getting our CSMs just so dialed in. So every member, whether you're day one or year 10, you feel like special and the same and uh, make sure no one's left out. And that's Pretty easy at 100, really hard at 300. So that's definitely going to be the next hurdle um, coming up is as we grow, it's just going to be tougher and tougher to make sure everyone feels good and special and part of the team at the gym. So that's definitely where our, our heads are at. But you've got staff people in place who have specific yeah. roles and tasks and duties to do that. So yeah. you're going to be further ahead than someone who's like, wow, I've got 300 members and no people who know what to do here. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Listeners, the secret to a high client total is retention and acquisition, but mostly retention, right? If they leave, it doesn't matter. You have to keep your clients. You would do really well right now if you're looking, listening to the show, looking to add clients. What can you do to keep your current clients? Look at that first. After that, Check out those marketing sales systems and so forth, because those are important too, but they're not important if you're pouring people into a leaky bucket and they're coming out the bottom. Jake, thank you so much for sharing all this info. I love talking to successful gym owners who are happy and willing to share their knowledge with other people. Thank you. Yeah, Mike, no problem. Anytime. That was Jake Fields. This is Run a Profitable Gym. I'm your host, Mike Workin, and I'll help you do exactly that, Run a Profitable Gym, every week. Please subscribe for more episodes, and if you're on YouTube, please hit that like button as well. Now, here's Two Brain Founder Chris Cooper with a final word. Hey, it's Two Brain Founder Chris Cooper with a quick note. The Gym Owners United Facebook group has more than 5,600 members, and it's growing daily. If you aren't benefiting from the free tips and tactics and resources that I post daily in that group, what are you waiting for? Get in there and grow your business. 
That's Gym Owners United on Facebook or www.gymownersunited.com. Join today 